Thanks for joining us for the Connect Podcast. I'm Cole Phillips, the lead pastor of the Connection Church, and every week we're going to look into the Bible to find out how God's Word connects to our everyday lives. It's going to be life-changing. The Connect Podcast is produced every week for your growth and inspiration. You can find all the show notes at makingtheconnection.org. You can also find the podcast on your favorite podcasting service. Follow me on Twitter at Cole Phillips and on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find all the links in the show notes. Now, let's get into the study. Today, I thought, well, we'll do something special. We'll do something different and something very timely. Um, and that is uh, dealing with the topic of truth. The topic of truth so important right now. You know, it's hard for us to figure out what to believe. What is true? And it can be hard, especially growing up, you're trying to make sense of the world around you. And it's hard to figure out what to believe. It can be very tricky when you're growing up, you're trying to make sense of the world around you. And it is even harder because sometimes your parents, let's be honest, they flat out lie to you, right? Most parents, um, how many of you, let me tell you what I'm talking about. How many of you, when you're growing up, did you... Your parents tell you to put your your tooth under a pillow, and when you woke up, you know during the night, um, the tooth fairy would come and take your tooth and give you money in exchange. Right? They told you that that is what happened. That's pretty terrifying when you think about it, right? Uh, but what about Santa Claus? Right? Santa Claus is another example. The Easter Bunny, even the Great Pumpkin. We, we're told it's not nice to fool with who? Mother Nature, right? It's not nice to fool with Mother Nature. One of the things that my mom always said is that I need to uh, wear clean underwear. Why? Because if you get in an accident, you get in a car wreck or something like that, you want to make sure you, you have clean underwear. Well, you know, I thought, I've always thought, well, if I'm in a terrible car accident, I'm probably not going to have clean underwear. (laughs) Anyway, there are tons of false beliefs out there. You know, you might call it fake news. You might call it uh, conspiracy theories. Um, There's all kinds of false beliefs. And many of them uh, are kind of harmless, no big deal, uh, pretty benign. But there are some false beliefs that will rob you of your joy and your security and will keep you from the life that God has for you. And one of the most popular myths out there when it comes to to our, our spiritual life is something that you hear everywhere. And that is, it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're sincere. Have you ever heard that one? It doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're sincere. That sounds very PC. It sounds so open-minded. It's the kind of philosophy that says live and let live, different strokes for different folks. Uh, and, and it's just kind of this attitude that says anything goes. And it sounds good, 
but there's a problem with that kind of attitude. And that is that the, the truth that two different views, two different beliefs, two different opinions, if they contradict each other, they can't both be right. They can't both be true. If everybody believes whatever they want to be true, and there's millions of ideas out there, not every idea can be true. Not all of them can be true. It doesn't even make sense you know, when you think about it logically. And so it's important that as we talk about this, we nail this down because it has an unbelievable impact on your life and who you are and where you're headed for your future. And so I want us to talk first about why what you believe is so important. Why is why does that matter? And the first reason is this, check this out. I get to choose what I believe. I get to choose. It's my choice. Isn't that good news? You can believe whatever you want. Nobody's going to force you to believe something you don't want to believe, and they can't. They, nobody can force you to believe anything that you don't believe or don't want to believe because beliefs are in here. They're internal, right? There's something that um, that comes from within you, and somebody can convince you that something is true, but they can't make you believe it. If you want to believe in space aliens, you can do that. If you want to believe that the moon is made of green cheese, you can believe that. If you want to believe the world is flat, you can believe that. Whatever you want. If you want to believe in the flying spaghetti monster, you can believe that. Okay? You get to choose. You get to decide what you believe and what you don't believe. And here's the thing. You can't blame anyone else for your beliefs. You can't. You have to own your beliefs. You can't blame your parents. You can't blame your teachers for what you believe because you can change your belief if you want to. You can decide to believe something different. And so today, I want us to replace some false beliefs with some true beliefs today. And the amazing thing is that God gives us a free will. God gives you a free will to um, to believe what you want to believe. Isn't that good? I mean, that is so awesome of God that he doesn't force us to believe in him. He's given us that choice. In fact, in Romans 125, Romans 125 says, instead of believing what they knew was the truth about God, they deliberately chose to believe lies. So they got to choose. They made a, they made a conscious decision not to believe the truth about God. Okay, you get to choose your beliefs. Second, what I believe directs my life. I choose my beliefs, and then my beliefs begin to direct my life. Okay, first you believe it, then you start to live it out. In Proverbs 4.23 says, Be careful how you think, because your life is shaped by your thoughts. Be careful how you think, because your life is shaped by your thoughts. Everything you do has a belief, has a belief behind it. And you might not even know what those beliefs are, but there's always a belief behind our actions. Even um, wherever you're sitting right now, the chair you sit in, you sat in that chair because you believed it would support you. It was an act of faith. Everything you do has a belief behind it. Now, the problem is my beliefs 
determine my actions, even when my beliefs are off base and my beliefs are wrong. Okay. For example, if you believe that you're dumb and you can never do anything right, how are you going to act? You're going to act like you're dumb and like you can't do anything right. If you believe no one loves you and nobody cares about you and no, you're unlovable, how are you going to act? You're going to act unlovable, okay? If you believe you're a daring risk taker, what are you going to do? You're going to be taking risks all the time, right? If you believe you can't trust people, how are you going to act? You're going to act suspicious toward people, and that's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy, okay? That's going to be something that is self-fulfilling, that, that people will be untrustworthy. You'll put up a wall, and you'll hide behind it, okay? Uh, and when you treat people like you can't trust them, they're going to prove to you what you already believe to be true. Um, if you believe that God doesn't care about you, then you're not going to pray. If you believe God wants to get you and he's out to mess up your life, then you're going to run away from God. So you need to determine your beliefs because they affect everything that you do. The third truth that I want us to know right here is this. Check this out. Sincere beliefs can be sincerely wrong. Have you ever been, uh, maybe you're go heading somewhere, you're going on a trip, and you think you're headed in the right direction, and you end up in the total wrong place. I did that one time. I remember I was going to a conference, and it was a church that had multiple campuses. And we went to this one campus for this big conference, and we showed up, and the parking lot was completely empty. And we were like 45 minutes away from the other campus where the conference was being held, right? And, and so we have arguments uh, around here because people confuse, check this out, people confuse Casa Garcia's with Garcia's. Those are two separate places. I've, we've been like, we're going to meet at Garcia's and everybody goes to Casa Garcia's. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to Garcia's, not Casa Garcia's, totally different places. Um, you can be sincere and be sincerely wrong. You know, I, I think about at the beginning of 2020 when Kobe Bryant's helicopter flew uh, too low and ended up hitting the side of a mountain. You know, you think about how you can you can look at your 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 circumstances around you. You can think you're going to miss the obstacle in front of you, but if you're not in the right place you're going to come face to face with that obstacle. It takes uh, more than just being sincere. You know, I can sincerely believe that I can fly, but if I step off of a, a, a building, I'm going to come face to face with the hard reality on the ground. Okay, it takes more than just being sincere. It takes the truth. Proverbs fourteen twelve says, there is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. Seems right. I thought I was right, but I'm heading in the wrong direction. I could pick up a glass of water and take a drink of it and sincerely think it's water, but if it's poison, I would be sincerely dead. There are some beliefs in your life that if you don't change your beliefs, then you're going to crash and burn in your life, and it happens all the time. 
Okay, it happens all the time. So sincere beliefs can be sincerely wrong. You can be sincere and still be wrong. All right, and then the fourth thing is this. Check this out. My culture has taught me many false beliefs. My culture has taught me many false beliefs. Okay, Um, and so we see this all the time. If you look at the tabloids, you know, you see crazy things like, you know, uh, Elvis is spotted uh, in, in, you know, in, in, uh, on a trail somewhere, or there's Bigfoot or there's aliens, you see all of these things. And we laugh at that and we think it's funny, but, um, there are a lot of things that just aren't that funny. Okay. So those spiritual beliefs that really do mess up our life. You know, we, we used to say this, I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. But we live in a day where we can't even believe our eyes because of CGI. And we have tech that can blend fact and fiction. It can blend the truth and the lies. So even if you see it, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Uh, we watch reality TV, right? Reality TV. And it's mostly not reality. It's mostly not reality. A lot of reality TV is staged. It gives us a certain view of reality. And talk shows on TV, you know, present a lot of lies that we believe. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to share with you the top 10 lies of our culture. Top 10 lies of our culture, okay? Here's the first lie that we're we're fed in our culture. And that is all of your problems are somebody else's fault. Have you ever heard that? Like the world owes me happiness. The world doesn't owe me happiness, okay? A second belief is this. I'll be happy if I get whatever I want. That's not true. You know, if you watch Oprah's favorite things and you get a car and you get a car and you get a car, you'd think that people who had a lot of money would also have a lot of happiness. But if you look at wealthy people, you'll see that um, stuff doesn't equal happiness. Okay, here's another false belief. And that is that there's never any reason to feel guilty. You should never feel guilty for any reason. No, there are actually some things that we do when we should feel a little guilty about it. Uh, Here's a good one. People are basically good and unselfish. That's a lie. You know, the Bible says that we've all sinned. We all fall short of the glory of God. We're all, we all have a a sinful fallen nature naturally apart from, apart from Christ. Um, Another lie is all beliefs are equally valid. All beliefs are equally true. They're not. People will say this, porn and perversion are innocent. People will say you can have it all. People will say you shouldn't have to wait for anything. People will say the answer lies within. Well, where? Where within you does the the truth lie? See, 1 John 4, 1 says, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who speaks by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in the world. Okay? Not everyone. Not everyone who claims 
to be speaking the truth. Not everyone who claims to preach even the Bible. There are a lot of people who claim to be Christians and they're claimed to be teachers and they simply are not telling the truth. They're not telling the truth. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Well, because there's money. There's money in it. And there's all kinds of false beliefs out there that we've been taught. Now, catch this. Check this out. I believe this is number five. False beliefs are the root cause of many of my problems in life. False beliefs are the root cause of many of my problems. A belief doesn't have to be true to, to affect you, to impact you. For instance, let's say last night that you're going to go camping. You went camping last, last night, and you're in your tent. You closed it up, and you can't really see outside of the tent. You're in your sleeping bag, but you hear something kind of scratching outside. You see a little shadow, and you think it's a bear. There's a bear outside of my tent. What, what are you going to do? If you believe there's a bear outside of your tent, well, you're going to, uh, your heart will start racing. You know, your pulse is going to increase. Your stress level, your adrenaline level will go up. Your muscles will tense up and you'll get worked up over all these things that maybe it's not even true, but you just thought it was true. And that happens all the time. And you don't realize that you worry about things. You get worked up about things that aren't really true. You get afraid of things that aren't really true. And uh, Cindy Murphy says, I'm going to run if there's a bear. I don't know. Uh, run or hide. In John 8, 32, Jesus said, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. God wants you to live in freedom. Uh, you, if you want to be free, you've got to know the truth. The truth sets us free. The truth of God, the truth of God's word. And here's the, here's the next thing. God's word is the source of truth. In fact, God's word is the source of absolute truth. Romans 3, 4 says, even if everyone else is a liar, God is true. You know, I'm beginning to think there are a lot of people that are lying, lying to us, but I know without a doubt, God's word is true. And we need to nail this down in our life. It doesn't matter uh, what your spiritual background is. It doesn't matter what label you wear. All of us have to decide what is going to be the authority for my life. What am I going to build my life on? What will I base my beliefs and my actions and my decisions on? What is the ultimate authority in my life? Now, when it comes down to it, you have two options. You're either going to build your life on the world or on the word. The world or the word, God's word. Okay? You you either have what people say, and people say all kinds of things, and they change, and they contradict each other, or you build your life on what God says. You either build your life on our culture, or you build your life on Christ. Culture or Christ? Which of those do you think can be totally trusted? Jesus. When my daughters were born back in the late 90s, um, they they said we had to uh, sleep our babies, have our babies sleep in a certain position, right? Um, The doctors told us to only let our babies sleep on their side. So we had this little baby prop. It's a little pillow cushion 
that would prop them up on their side. And they did it. They, it's like they change it all the time, you know, depending on when you had your kids, they'll say on their back or stomach or different ways. But over time, the wisdom changes. Let's talk for just a second about something super controversial, and that is masks. You know, what did Dr. Fauci say to begin with? Uh, the, and, and the CDC, they said, don't wear masks. Masks aren't necessary. You know, and then it went from uh, masks aren't necessary to masks are vital. We've got to be wearing our masks. You know, um, it changes as the science changes, the opinions change, you know, whatever it is, uh, things change. Why? Because our knowledge is increasing all the time. We start to find things that work, things that don't work, but because God's word and God's knowledge is ultimate and is always true. Okay. You know, something can be hot one day and not the next. That's how our culture works. You know, fashion changes, culture changes, things change. Do you know the average lifespan of a science textbook? A year and a half, a year and a half. And then it's out of date because knowledge increases so quickly. So in a world where things change all the time, if you're always trying to build your life on things that are changing all the time, you're always going to be behind. You're always going to be irrelevant. You're always going to be frustrated. But, you know, maybe you've gone down the wrong path because of what was said in the past. But but in Luke 21, 33, it says heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. My words will never disappear. God's word stands the test of time and you can trust it as your unchanging authority for your life to build your life on because it's from God. Hebrews 6.18 says, so God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. See, God can't lie. Because it flies in the face of who he is. It flies in the face of his character. In fact, God doesn't give a half-truth. He doesn't spin the truth. Because a half-truth is a whole lie. And so that leads us to the next truth, and that is this. I need to build my life on the foundation of the truth, of God's truth. Jesus said many times, 80 times in the Gospels, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. You know why? Because he always told the truth. Jesus says, now, you've heard it said, but I say to you, you know, this is what culture says. This is what people are saying. This is what's popular. Here's what I say, because he's the final word on what is true and what is false. In Matthew chapter seven, Jesus says, building your life is like building a house and you've got to have the right foundation. He says there are these two builders. Uh, one builds on solid rock and one builds on shifting sand, Right. And um, he says, if you build your life on the shifting sand, then your life is going to fall. Your life will not stand. But he says, build your life on the rock of God's word. Build your life on that unchanging truth. <clears throat> because you will have storms. You will face storms in life. We all face storms in our life. And you're getting knocked around all the time. And if your life is not built on a solid foundation, you're going to fall and your life is going 
to fall. And there are people all around us that we see whose lives are crumbling down because they've built their lives on a foundation that is faulty, a faulty foundation. Uh, They haven't built their lives on the foundation of the truth of God's word. And so when the problems come and the storms hit, that's when we're in trouble. So in Matthew 7, 24, Jesus says, anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. It's wise to build your life on the solid foundation of Jesus. Now, um, here's the thing. We've got to listen to the truth and we need to follow the truth. Okay. And it's not enough just to do it intellectually. Okay, it's not just like head knowledge. We've got to move it to our heart where we make a personal commitment to be people of the truth. Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the standards or the beliefs of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. It's an inward. It works from the inside out. God transforms us and changes us from the inside out. So we've got to allow God to change our minds, to replace the lies that we've believed with the truth. But you have to let him, you have to let him do that by committing to seek after the truth with your life. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, God says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. God isn't playing some cosmic game of hide and seek with you where he's trying to, to keep, keep away from you. He is showing himself to you. He is clearly revealed himself to you. That's why you're listening to this right now, because his spirit is drawing you to him. But you have to seek the truth. You know, some people are so gullible. <coughs> you know, we fall for so many emails that 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 people will send. That's why you get the Nigerian, you know, uh, email that somebody's going to send you $2 million. And we see dollar signs in our eyes and we think, oh, I'll send $5,000 and I'm going to get $2 million in return. And we fall for any old trick. We fall for any old lie. And we don't realize that we've been lied to until it's too late. So we have to continue to stay in the truth of God's word and seek God's word so we don't fall for the lies of the world around us. Okay. And just because it's out there and it's on the bestsellers list and um, it's popular, it doesn't mean it's true. And just because it's on a billboard on the side of the highway over by Target, then that doesn't mean that it's true. If I have an experience and it contradicts the word of God, okay, which one am I going to choose? I'm going to go with the word of God. Every time, because even my experiences can be manipulated. They can be they can be false. If I have the right equipment, I could set up virtual reality right now and I could make you believe you were on another planet if I wanted to do that. Yeah, you know, the billboard. okay? uh, and and so just because you've had an experience, it doesn't mean it's true. The Bible is the standard. We can misinterpret our experiences. I used to have a sign in my office that said, um, it said, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. God said it, I believe it, that settles it. And I thought about that. I thought, you know what, I'm going to take out the I believe it part because whether I believe it or not, 
God said it, that settles it. Whether I believe it or not doesn't change the fact that it's true. You know, people say all the time, people say, I think God is like (laughs) fill in the blank, you know? If you want to know what God is like, you look to Jesus. You look to Jesus. He is revealed in the word of God. And so so I'm going to commit then to living out the truth. Um, I commit to living it out. Truth is not just head knowledge. It's how you live your life, how you treat other people, how you love people. Okay, I've got the scripture in Ephesians chapter four says, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown around by every new teaching. We won't be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. Instead, we'll speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who's the head of his body, the church. By the way, by the way, uh, I've been a pastor for 20 years. I've been in ministry (laughs) for 32 years. And every week I'm preaching sermons. Every week I'm talking and teaching the word of God. And we always want to keep that fresh because the times around us are changing. But let me tell you, if you ever hear a preacher say, here's something totally brand new that nobody's ever seen in the Bible before. Here's something that God revealed to me that uh, I realize about the Bible that nobody's ever seen before. No, no. That's not how that works, okay? Um, I would be very suspicious of anyone who says, I've got this brand new revelation, you know, from God that's not found in Scripture or that I've found in Scripture that one else has seen. Okay, so just word of warning there. Uh, If you make a commitment to seek the truth for the rest of your life and you make that commitment to go the distance, let me tell you, it's not easy. It's not because while the world around us, the culture around us is saying, everybody's doing it. It's okay. Everybody's doing it. And the truth is, it's not okay. And sometimes it's hard. And sometimes the truth hurts. Now, we don't want to use the truth to beat somebody over the head. Okay. Remember, it's speaking the truth in love. I'm going to be talking more about that this Sunday. But some, sometimes the truth is dangerous. But I promise you this, it's always worth it. There's nothing better than building your life on the truth. Also, I'm going to commit to believing in the truth. Not only has God given us the truth of his word, he personally came to us as the truth. Truth has a name. His name is Jesus. And he said, you don't have to just read about the truth. You can know the truth. Uh, In John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the truth. He says, I, he's a person, not a religion, not a denomination, but a person. He said, I am the truth. I am the truth. Not I could be the truth. I am a truth. I might be the truth. He said, he didn't say I teach the truth or I point to the truth. He said, I am the truth. I am the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. 
He says, I am the truth. And God gives you that freedom to choose whatever you want to believe. And you get to make that choice. And you get to, but when you make the choice, you have to live with the consequences of that down the road. And if you say, well, I don't think Jesus is the truth. And I don't want to have much to do with him in my life. And you say, I want to live my life disconnected from him. God will let you do that. But let me tell you, that decision not only affects your now and your future, but your eternity. Okay, so Jesus said there is a heaven and there is a hell and hell wasn't made for people. It was created for the devil and and his demons. But when you choose to live your life apart from God, God says, you know, gives us what we ask for, that we will be separated from him. So there's only one way. There's only one way to go to hell, and that is to refuse to receive the truth of Jesus, the truth of the gospel, okay? You want to receive the truth of the gospel so that you have that personal relationship with Jesus. And I want to give you that opportunity as we close today. Thank you so much for being with us, and let me, let's pray together and thank God for the truth of His Word that we can build our lives on. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for your goodness. Lord, we thank you for um, for your truth, your revealed truth in your word. God, your revealed truth in Jesus. And for those who would say, I want to know the truth. God, we make a commitment today to seek after the truth for the rest of our lives. God, we want to follow Jesus for the rest of our lives. God, we thank you for your truth. Help us to know the truth. Help us to discern the truth, to be wise in these days, and to be instruments of your truth, to be um, communicators of your truth to the world around us. We thank you, we love you, and we're trusting in you, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, y'all have a blessed day, and I look forward to seeing you really soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for this week's Connect podcast. If you liked what you heard, then be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, rate. We want to spread this good word to everybody we can who needs to hear this message. I hope you have a great week, and I look forward to you joining us next week for the Connect podcast.